So the intro that we originally had, if I'm being honest, basically sucked. So I'm here to do it again. But the main thing that I wanted to say is that throughout the episode, we kind of talk about um, a few experiences that we that we've had personally um, throughout the semester. And I just want to say that the experiences that were talked about are not a reflection of our institution all opinions are our own um and i would also like to apologize for the echo that you may hear i didn't realize until i went to listen back again that there is an echo on my part but we didn't want to scrap the episode entirely because we felt that we really enjoyed the content that took place in this episode so I um, hope you guys enjoy it and yeah. We have a lot of stuff that we want to talk about for this episode. So first, um, we can start with our high dose and low dose. I feel like I don't even know how to do this anymore, but I know it's been so long. You can start us off. Okay, so my high dose, I guess I'll just do for the week because I really haven't done anything today, but my high dose um, since I've been back from break would be just being back in my own space. Um, yeah, it's good to visit family. I really enjoy being with my cousin, seeing my grandma and everything, but I just like being in my own space. Like now that I have like a TV in my room, like I have a little mini fridge in my room, like everything is in my room. My bathroom's in my room. So I really do not have to leave my room if I don't want to. And I think over the past four months of me being um, in Baltimore, like I literally have just created like a safe space and a sanctuary where I just like, it's my space and you don't really realize it until you leave home and go back home that you just like being in your own space. Um, And then my low dose would be, just preparing for finals. Um, it's stressful and I'm at the point where I'm really burnt out. Like I just, like we've been taking exams since August, literally the first week of school. So I'm at the point where I'm burnt out. I'm tired of studying and I'm over it, but I just need to push through these two weeks because I've been working so hard. It would be stupid of me to just like not put any effort in now. (laughs) Um, so those are my high dose and low dose. Um, let's see. I guess my high dose. Hmm. Oh, my high dose would be that I got the highest grade that I ever got on the patho exam this week. And then I also passed my lab final. So technically I have one final down. So I've been, I guess the overall like message would be that I've been seeing a, an improvement in all of my grades. Um, in the last few days and my low dose I would probably say I would probably say just the month of October in itself was just a lot I had exams literally every week so every day I was studying for something different and if I can find a picture of my um, calendar I'll send it to Niar so she can uh, put it in but my calendar was insane. It was just stuff everywhere. I was still having clinicals. It was like study, but don't study too late because you got to get up for clinical. And it was just a lot going on in that month besides um, school. So those are my two. Okay. So 
we're going to do like a check-in first. So how are you feeling overall? I'm ready to be finished. I feel like that is a consensus over anybody that's in school. But for somebody that's, my hair is bothering me. But for somebody that's in nursing school, I feel like the urge to be done is like, it's at a new level. Especially when you've been sitting in front of a computer for September, October, November, December. For four months, it's like, cut the cameras. I'm ready to literally cut the cameras. I'm ready to be done. And it's, it's not funny, but I say all of that to say that I definitely commend people. And I definitely have a very strong respect for people that um, struggle with their mental, with their mental, not mental illness, struggle with their mental health and still find ways to persevere through getting an education because exactly like you said cut the cameras like I'm done like I'm I'm tired um and I don't know like we've talked about this a lot but I've never studied so much in my entire life like and it's not as bad because you're doing something that you're interested in and that you love but at the same time it's just like my brain cannot absorb any more information. And so I know for me, like yesterday, I kind of had a moment where like I called Vershawna and I was just laying in the, I was laying in the dark. Like my room was like pitch black. I had my curtains drawn and this was at like, I want to say like, what time is it? Like six o'clock? It was early. Cause I was like, are you in the bed? <laughs> it, was like, it was probably like three o'clock. Not even going to lie. I think it was three cause it wasn't dark outside here. And I just laid there, just kept laying there. And I was just sitting there just watching TV. Like, I just couldn't crack open a book. I couldn't do anything because I was just so, like, mentally drained. So it's important to know, you know, like, I've hit a wall. Like, I've reached my limit for today. Yesterday, I didn't even do anything. But (laughs) I've reached my limit, and I need to take a break over the next couple days or take a break one day and then get back on it. Because I have four finals. Um, I think I have three. You know, a lot of them are cumulative. And for this panel, this is really the ghetto. So (laughs) it's just like a lot of information we have to figure out. And, you know, mental health is another thing that I've struggled with, especially being in nursing school and trying to figure out how, like, they always say, like, self-care, self-care. But y'all are the ones who are giving us exams uh, every week. So sometimes two exams in one week. Exactly. So and sign off. So let's talk about that. Okay, so now we're going to talk about um, our semester reflections, like how we felt in the beginning and how we feel now. Um, I think in the beginning, when I started in August, I was just so like, yes, I'm ready for this. Like, I'm so excited. I'm finally starting what I want to do. Like, I'm finally in a field of like, not that I didn't love women's studies, but I just knew like, okay, like, that's a stepping stone. And now I'm on to like my career career. And now like being in nursing school, I'm like, okay, like, let's just churn through this because I'm ready to get to like my final destination, um, midwifery school. So um, I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, okay, like, you need to stay in the moment and absorb all of this information because this is going to help you in your next phase. But I was very excited in the beginning. Um, the first week, I honestly don't know how I survived. I honestly think it's because 
Like, I'm just like a crazy planner. And that's what helped me and Roshana both that we're planners and we make lists. We do things like, you know, how they're supposed to be done. We're not procrastinators. If you, if you're procrastinating, if you're a procrastinator, I don't even know how you would be able to survive. I really don't because there's just so much stuff and there's so many deadlines and it's really just about churning it out. Like just taking stuff one day at a time. Um, now I don't know. I feel like I've adjusted to the, to the heaviness and the rigor of the program, but, um, I've, and I've also adjusted to not being at Spelman anymore and just accepting that I'll never have that experience anymore. Um, not that I'm happy about it, but it's, it's, there's, I don't want to say, I, I don't think I've completely adjusted there's some days where I really just get upset and there's some other days where I'm just like, you know what? It is what it is. <laughs> but I don't know. This is kind of like a wishy-washy reflection, but maybe I'll have a better response after this semester is over, but I just still don't feel like I can see the light at the end of the tunnel because I still have these 50 million finals that I have to do. Um, you kind of touched on some of the, the same feelings that I had um, or still have. In the beginning, it was very much, I feel like very much adrenaline uh, is what like kept me going. Like, oh, I have my planner. I'm going to color code this, which I still very avidly do. Um, but then it, it got to like, okay, I'm excited to know this content. So it was easier to sit there and to learn it. And plus it was interesting. But then as like you start to get adjusted and time goes on, it's like you just waking up like, oh my god, I have to sit here again. I have to do this again. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that doesn't take away or bash like teachers or classes or anything. But I think the adrenaline just starts to whatever, however adrenaline works, it starts to slow down or get low or whatever adrenaline is. And you just you really start to snap it back into reality and realize, okay, like this is my new. This is my new chapter, my new space. Let me like really like get on it and get the ball running. Um, I, I think uh, I learned a lot of things in this short amount of time about myself, not only myself as a person, but myself as a student. Um, I've met some great people. Uh, <laughs> You'll meet a lot of people. I'll keep it to that. You'll meet some characters. <laughs> yeah, you'll meet some characters. And I think what also goes along with this and kind of plays into the part of knowing yourself as a student, and me, you can touch on this because I feel like we've, we've actually both experienced this, is not, not like silencing yourself or your beliefs or what you think is right and wrong just to cater to somebody. And I think this still goes back to my Spelman education. People may often get upset and like, I'm always like spelling this, spelling this, spelling that. I really don't think unless you went to Spelman that you really know how transformative that experience was because not only were you learning from different people, but you were also teaching people different things. And for me personally, that experienced the four years I was there instilled in me to not 
be afraid to say what I think and not be afraid to stand up for what I believe is right and give my opinion. And I think within this program, I've had to say, these are my thoughts and you either you can take it or you can leave it. But the grand gesture of the message is I'm very much so an advocate and I'm always going to advocate for people that for people and issues that I feel passionate about. And I'll just leave it at that. I'll just say that don't go into this feeling like you have to silence yourself to make people feel comfortable. Yeah, that's very true. Um, At the beginning, I think of October, I tweeted, realizing that Spelman was the best four years of my young adult life. I'm no longer in a space where I don't experience racism on a daily basis. It's emotionally exhausting fighting for my place here. That's like really just the T, like the the TT, the true TTT, um, because it's hard. And, you know, we were told a lot when we were at Spelman that, you know, you have no excuse not to be exceptional, not to be your best. And I think, you know, I took that for granted a lot. Like, I was just like, oh, you know, (laughs) I love it here. Like, but it was super, I'm not going to say it was all, you know, roses and, you know, walks in the park. Like, it was hard, but it was transformational. So then come into a space where, like, you're hearing people say, racist things on a daily basis and being so nonchalant about it and I'm like sitting over here looking like isn't our whole school for social justice aren't we supposed to be like these are the people who are going into the healthcare field like that's scary so for me it was extremely problematic and it was hard um because you know some of the people who are making these comments obviously didn't believe that I deserve to be here um, I don't, I haven't had a situation of like overt racism, but there are some, there have been some instances where it's just like, um, conceptions about, um, things were not right. And, it, or times when I guess things should have been addressed, weren't addressed or things weren't corrected. And it's important to correct wrong things, especially when you're in a space to where you're going to be dealing with people of all different backgrounds and not people that may look like you, it's important that you know how to handle that situation because this is where that white coat syndrome comes in. We don't want to keep perpetuating that. So I feel Mm -hmm. like it's, I'm doing you a service by telling you, Hey, I think you should go, about it this way because the way that you're doing it is not it's it's basically just not appropriate and it's actually scary to think like if you continue to do this the amount of black people that or black people or any person of color I'm just speaking from my experience because I'm black black and black 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 but it's just very dangerous and that it kind of goes against of what the whole uh, goal is but my yeah. tweet says um baby let me come in all the people that I know um that go to PWIs because how do y'all do this on a daily and actual school in all caps with a bunch of question marks I very much so miss my HBCU and I say that with every fiber of my being yeah and that kind of just sums it up basically 
Anyway, uh, <laughs> moving on, we can do our questions. Okay. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Okay. So in this next section, we are going to call it a Q&A, which it really is a Q&A. But what we did was we each came up with three questions to ask each other, and we don't know uh, what each other's questions are. So this is going to be our first time hearing each other's questions and along with um, yours. Uh, my questions are in no particular order. The first question is very easy. What was your favorite and least favorite class? Ooh, my favorite class had to be, I'll say common health. I think that was my favorite class, not because of the material, but because of the professor, um, she is just so funny. Every time I go to her class, like she'll just be cracking jokes. She's a professor who really cares about you. Even with me, I told her I was having a really hard time studying one time um, because of the content was reflective of um, things that was happening in the health of one of my family members. And so um, she was like, well, I know a specialist. I can contact you with this specialist and she can talk to your family member and, um, you know, just giving me advice and really like helping me. So I would say um, that Common Health is my favorite class, just not because of the content, but because of the professor and how um, that like going to that class kind of brightens my day. Uh, least favorite class, I will say is uh, patho, 100%. Not because of the material, like, no, because of the material. Like, patho, I just feel like it just gives me anxiety. Like, I don't want to say patho is hard per se. It's hard because of, like, the questions they ask you on these exams. And it's a lot of material to grasp. Um, and so I think, like, just taking them those exams is just a stressful experience. Um, but I love my professors for that class. They're really nice, but it's just like patho in general is a beast. So, okay. So we kind of already touched on this, um, but what was your biggest challenge from transitioning from an HBCU to a PWI? <laughs> we already kind of talked about this. I was saying, I'm trying to really think about my words carefully. Um, <laughs> I would say being around people who haven't necessarily had the education about race and different kinds of people. And that's not to say that that's necessarily their fault because some people are, they're born with beliefs. They're born, not born with beliefs instilled in them, but they're born and, and raised with certain beliefs instilled in them. And it, I think it takes a while for you to realize, okay, this is wrong. While it also takes a while for you to realize, okay, the thing, these are the necessary things that I need to do to change that, especially if you're going in a world of healthcare. But I think the challenge for me was trying to give my perspective and share my education with others from 
personal experience, but also my education from Spelman and not make it seem like I was antagonizing or talking down on someone because they didn't know about a certain thing, which I mean, it's kind of hard because to me, I feel like at a certain age, some things should just be common sense. But then you also have to take that step back and realize, okay, this certain thing has been ingrained in them for so long. So to them, it is common sense. Yeah. I'll just say I'm very appreciative of the people within my program who have been very open and receptive and willing to learn because I think even just having that willingness to learn is a first step. And I also want to add that for people who necessarily don't have the education or are willing to learn, there's a difference between complacent silence and then there's a difference between like educational silence so that basically means there's a difference between just being silent and not saying anything at all and there's a difference between okay I need to be silent because I want to take the time to learn and want to take the time to make sure that when I do articulate myself I'm articulating myself properly and I'm articulating myself in a way that is respectful to everybody and others those are very two drastic things but yeah that has been like my biggest thing trying to educate but I guess trying to educate trying to be a student but not trying to put that role on my back because it's not my job to do at the end of the day I'm only doing this because I feel obligated to do it my question says after one semester or just the fact that you know that you're basically done with this semester of your program and reflecting If you could go back and complete your application again, would this school still be your first choice? Yes. Uh, Yes, it really would be. Um, I, even though I've had, you know, many ups and downs, um, you know, in the beginning, I was like, why, why, why? I still think this is the perfect place for me. I've met so many people and um, my not so positive experiences pushed me to work harder and put myself in places where I never would have necessarily, you know, put myself in places and do things that I wouldn't have done in undergrad. And so, you know, my little crazy experience um, with racism, my first couple weeks of school pushed me to run for a student senate. And I got a position, pushed me to sit on an ethics board, you know. And so um, I really think that even though I did have negative experiences, it's all about turning the negative into a positive. And um, that's what I've really done here. I've met some amazing people because I don't just want to focus on the negative. I've met some (laughs) great people. Um, I've really been able to build a network to help me um, progress to the next level when I do move on to midwifery school and I've found some great contacts. So yes, yes, yes. Um, And I do love Baltimore. I feel like Baltimore is a great city and, you know, they try to play us because, you know, you know, once again, Baltimore is blackity, blackity, black. So think about the narrative here in Baltimore, okay? <laughs> Do you feel like Spelman prepared you for the rigor of your program and of nursing school? 
Yes, 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 yes. If I'm really being honest, I feel like that <laughs> I was prepared for rigor back in high school. Um, my high school experience is just a whole nother story in itself. But a lot of the stuff that I do now that I took with me to Spelman and that I'm currently implementing now are things that I learned back in high school. So one, I'll just give one example. I really push people to be specific when they're talking, like when we're talking about concepts. Um, and this came from, this kind of just, everything just comes full circle. But this came from um, a biology teacher of mine who I had, when did I have her? My junior year of high school, who was actually a Spelman alumnus. So shout out to her. But she would literally, every day we would come into class, she would have this board and it would say specificity on it and then it would say points. And as a class, collectively, we would talk about concepts. And if we didn't call each other out on being specific about certain things, points off, points off, points off. And then by the end of that class, however many points off, that was something for, that was a grade that everybody got. So let's just say um, the score was out of 10 and she caught three times where we weren't calling each other out the whole class is going to get a seven out of 10. So that really pushed me to like, especially with group studying, that really pushes me to say when you're like, like this or like that or it, I'm like, no, what is it? What is that? And how is that relating? Because it really, it really tests you to see if you know what you're talking about. Cause you can easily call something of this or that or it. And you just be like, okay, this could be so many things. Tell me what it is. So, yeah. Shout out to my junior biology teacher for really pushing me and instilling that in me. And it's a tactic that I'm really going to take with me everywhere because being specific is very important, especially in the healthcare industry. You can tell somebody, this is very sinister, but you can tell somebody they have cancer and just say, okay, you have cancer. Have a good day. What kind of cancer do I have? What stage is it at? How long do I have to live? What are the treatments? Um, how is this going to affect the rest of my body? Has it metastasized? That was just a... a, a oh! <laughs> learning path, um, so yeah, that's just my caveat um, about why it's important to be specific. Okay, so my last question is what's one thing you're going to do differently to prepare for next semester? Um, ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think that I am definitely going to ask, so I'm really involved with the Black Student Nurses Association at our school. Um, I attend every meeting, and so they're really great, um, and they give us a lot of great advice on so um, I'm just going to ask them um, some tips that they have um, for next semester for these courses. Um, and I think that will um, be really helpful. Um, but at the same time, you have to be careful with asking people for advice because what's hard is relative. Okay. What's your biggest takeaway from the semester? Let me think for a second. As I said, did you just roll your eyes at my question? <laughs> uh, what is my biggest takeaway from the semester? 
I have a great way of summing it up. My daddy has been telling me this since I was eight years old, probably even before I was eight. But this is like eight years old is my earliest uh, recollection of it. I am now 22 years old, pushing 23, pushing 30. <laughs> but anyway, not <laughs> pushing 30. The thing that he will always tell me is that nothing in life is too easy or too hard. And I think that is just a great way to sum up this nursing school experience that I have had. It hasn't been too easy to the point where I'm just like, yeah, girl, I'm coasting through. I just did my homework. I'm about to go to the mall. I'm about to lay down. I'm about to go out. I don't go out anymore. I'm being around people. But anyway, but it wasn't too hard to where I was like, well, it wasn't too hard to the point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that was just basically, that is the, the quote that I would go by to sum up this whole um, yeah. takeaway. Nothing in that quote is, nothing in life is too easy or too hard. I'm crediting my father for telling me that. But I don't yeah. know who, uh, who was the original no person. Now, I'm going to write that on my wall and I'm going to do dash for Shauna's daddy. <laughs> Um, that's a great I really like that I think that was just a great way to sum it all up and I think that that has brought us to the end of the episode um, um, I just want to say that I hope everybody has a safe holiday um, a Merry Christmas I hope that you are ending the year off right or whatever right means to you um Good luck to anybody in nursing school who's listening to this. Um, as yes, always, look on your finals. As always, our social media is in the episode description. And we definitely have more stuff coming. I feel like we say that all the time, but things happen. But we do definitely have more stuff coming and more stuff planned. Um, yeah, and I just hope everybody stays safe and is um participate in activities responsibly um take that as you wish take it with a grain of salt you feel like you have contracted covid it is your civic duty to quarantine or get a test or um just basically quarantine and stay away from people because you can be infectious before you start um displaying symptoms so yeah just not only during this, don't just think about yourself, but also think about um, the people that you're around, especially the people that you live with, especially if you live with immunocompromised people or people who are um, older. Like I said, it's just your civic duty to keep them safe just as much as you would um, keep yourself safe. And you already have any last words? Nope. Um, be on the lookout for a video from the both of us on my channel, Nursing with Niara. We're probably going to do, um, something similar, like a final recap on the semester, um, after we finish finals, um, because that will be like a, <laughs> when these grades come in, that will be like a, a full perspective. Cool, cool, cool. of how we really, really feel. So.